I think a lot of the time where people go extra and overboard with extra things they add, extra private one-on-one calls, extra private critiques is because the strength of their curriculum is not at the level at which it needs to be so that those private one-on-one touch points are not needed for a client to get a result. Like really let that sink in. Your curriculum will inform so much of what is extra is needed in your program for your clients to get the result that you promised. Hey there, I'm taking a quick break right now. If you are, you know, a coach that runs a group coaching program, uh, this live stream is definitely for you. We're going to be talking a little bit about what you can do to ensure that your clients are continuously getting better results as you scale and grow your business. I think a lot of the time when people transition into from one-on-one into group coaching, there's a lot of new skill sets that you have to learn. You know, you go from being maybe a really great teacher or a really great consultant when you're working one-on-one with clients. But when you transition into a group container, you have to really become a great teacher, being able to package your intellectual property, document that into curriculum, teach that to somebody else so that they can be exposed to a new concept, absorb that material and be able to implement it without you like doing it for them. But the other thing is that when you start coaching inside of a group container, Container. Now you're not doing it one-on-one. You have to be able to hold space and coach clients in a group format. But I wanted to hop on because I'm in the process right now of working on my group coaching program. You know, I'm an engineer by trade. I'm a really big believer that the best coaches, the best people that have the best coaching programs are people who approach their program from a like investigator perspective. And if you've been in any of my coaching programs, you guys know I'm a really big believer in continuous improvement. And instead of publish, waiting to publish until it's perfect, publish when it's good enough and continuously refine and enhance your processes, enhance your curriculum, enhance your delivery, enhance operations, enhance your systems. And I, I get this philosophy, you think about like Apple. When Apple came out with the first iPhone, imagine if Apple never iterated the iPhone, right? If we can, I don't even remember when the first Apple device came out. Like I I can't even remember how that was a decade ago or something. But think about the iPhone. Every year they had continuous improvement to that actual device based off of client feedback, based off of what they were noticing, based off of what their customer base was asking for. And they continuously improved that product and they continuously re-released that product. And what do we do as people? We continuously bought the new iPhones as they continued making enhancements. So I think the best coaching programs, when you really think about how can I design my group coaching program in a way that gets my clients the best results, I think one of the very first mindsets that you have to have is that you are not building a course you are building a coaching program. You're not just recording content that you is going to, you know, spend all this money, hire this video editor, go do this whole production situation, record this perfect content, and then you never touch it again. This is not a DIY, do it yourself, leave it. I mean, do it, leave it, set it, and you never touch it again. This is not that type of situation. I think a group coaching program is very similar to like a college experience. It's living, it's breathing, it's evolving. There's curriculum that is being followed, but then there's flexibility when you start teaching and coaching around that curriculum. So that's the first thing is that I think that to get your clients the best results in your coaching program, the first mindset that you have to have is that you're committed to continuous improvement for your actual 
actual curriculum of your program. That's the first thing. So normally every year, and this is why too, like people are like, how do you scale and grow in a business? It's like, I'm a big believer that you don't need to have, you can get to a million dollars with one program. I got to a million dollars with two. And the thing is, is that I didn't keep making new offers. This is like the second mindset that you need to have in order to really create a really successful business and really, really like amazing client results is that stop creating new things, improve the existing programs that you currently have. So instead of thinking, oh, I need to go launch something new. I need to create something new. I need to create a membership where new content is coming out every week. I'm like, scratch that. How can you focus on one at most two programs? And instead of making new offers, how can you do new things within your existing offers to make them better to make them more effective, to make them superior to your competition, to get clients' results faster, easier, smoother, or whatever. Like, how can you just go above and beyond for the, in those existing programs and continuously relaunch and resell those existing programs? So that's the second thing. The third thing is what I'm doing right now is that I'm a really big believer in feedback. Like I'm constantly asking my clients, give me feedback. Tell me like what, what was missing, what we could have done to make things better. And one of the things that I do for all of my clients inside of leverage. So if anybody here is transitioning into group coaching, if you want to learn about how to actually launch a scalable group coaching program, that's three to $10,000 um, using sales calls and direct message to sell. You can click the link in my bio or send me a DM and I can get you connected with our sales call, I mean, our leverage specialist so that you can learn more about the program. But the thing when it comes to group coaching and the things even how I've designed leverage is that we've had leverage for almost a year and a half now. And we're in the process right now of making some curriculum enhancement updates based off the feedback that we're getting from clients. But one of the, the parts of the curriculum that we teach is like, how do you actually refine your curriculum? And what parts of the curriculum do you know need to be enhanced? Like, how do you know what needs to be fixed? Because I think the issue that happens often is that people, if you guys are like me, we're like A-type perfectionists. And we're like, we want to be the best. Like we want to just, but sometimes you can get into like, this space where you just try to you try to fix everything and that's not really the most effective use of your time. It's like how do you know what aspects of your curriculum need to be enhanced so that you can focus on the things that matter most given your capacity and your bandwidth. And I you know you pay attention to the questions that your clients ask and you pay attention to the, the specificness of the feedback that you get. And I'm in a process right now where we're making enhancements to our curriculum. We're doing some new trainings on teaching our clients how to show up on camera with more confidence. You know, uh, the baseline of our lead generation process that we teach is all live video. And I can give you the strategy all day, but if you lack the confidence to show up on camera, you're not going to, you're not going to implement my strategy. If you don't know how to manage your energy, outside, you know, of when you do live streams, like how do you manage your energy in your day-to-day in your business operation so that you have the energetic capacity to show up and do a live stream? That's a new training that we're adding in. Um, we're adding in some trainings around like really what it looks like to drill down your program promise. Like how specific does your program promise need to be based off the market sophistication that you are creating your offer in? Like we've done trainings around that, but we're like doing skill dr- drills and going even deeper. We're going to be adding in, I'm really excited about this one. 
that I talk a lot about curriculum design inside of Leverage, but I haven't really taught about what are the different group coaching call formats that you can facilitate and how do you know which group coaching call formats you should implement based off of how much of your curriculum is designed and developed. And I think this is something that I've never heard a coach, you really don't hear talked about a lot. Like you hear people who are teaching you how to build a, how to build a program, maybe how to outline a program, maybe how to do critiques, maybe that's only scalable to a certain degree. Um, and when you start trying to, how do I now, I've designed a really great program, but how do I now um, design myself out of all of the delivery? Like, how do I reformat my group coaching calls so that I can train another coach to actually lead these calls so that clients still get the same quality of results they would get if I was leading it? And if you're only doing Q&A calls or you're the coach that's responsible for all their critiques, to me, like that's a very difficult way to scale if, when you start hiring other coaches into your business to take over those calls or take over the aspect of support. And I'm learning this through personal experience right now that the way that I designed my group coaching program, it was great to get, to get me to a million dollars, but it's not the most scalable with me being able to repackage what I do to teach another coach how to come in and serve and support clients. Does that make sense? And even if you're not in a position right now where you're hiring coaches to come into your program, you've probably been in coaching programs when a coach comes on that's not the creator, you can feel it's a completely different energy. It's like, you're like, oh my gosh, it, sometimes it almost feels like a waste of time. Like this coach isn't even really helping me get the results, right? Has anybody ever experienced that before? And I think a lot of the time that's because the creator has not designed formats for their group coaching call structure so that they can actually allow another coach to come in and take over those calls without diluting the client experience. So I'm in a process right now of like, how do you know which group coaching call formats make sense for what season of business you're in and which group coaching call formats should you be doing when you're the only coach leading it versus what group group coaching call format should you do when you have another coach coming in to support with implementation? Um, so that's something that I'm building into Leverage right now. I'm going to do that training for our Leverage clients in the next two weeks and add that to the curriculum. And then the last thing I want to talk about is like a lot of our clients, we've been having a lot of conversation around, do we add critiques to our group coaching program or not? And the thing that we've been going back and forth, back and forth, should we allow clients to submit information so that they can get critiques and so on and so forth? And I think this is one way that people have tried to create scalable group coaching programs is like, well, just allow clients to submit information so that you can critique them. And I've had a love-hate relationship with critiques. And this is one thing that I think is really important for you to consider is always ask the question behind the action. You know, I think sometimes I've been doing a lot of live streams on this talking about sometimes we start making decisions on default just because we see somebody else doing it. We think that's what we have to do for ourselves and really start asking the question of like, why is that existing? Why do critiques exist in certain group coaching programs? And why do critiques not exist in certain group coaching programs? You know, like just start asking the question why behind it and really start asking the question of what interactions help the most with your existing clients based off the program promise that you deliver. And something that I was thinking about, you know, I almost got caught up in this of like, well, I see other programs offering critiques. Do we need to offer critiques? Like, We've had maybe two or three clients ask if we could do critiques. And it's just like, do we need to be even offering that? 
And something that one of my clients actually mentioned to me, she's a true Olympian and we we define Olympian as like a true ideal client. She's like, your best clients have never needed critiques from you because your curriculum is so strong. And most of the time, I think the reason why sometimes programs or offer critiques admission is because there's a lack of training that's not included in their curriculum. I think a lot of the time where people go extra and overboard with extra things they add, extra private one-on-one calls, extra private critiques is because the strength of their curriculum is not at the level at which it needs to be so that those private one-on-one touch points are not needed for a client to get a result. Like really let that sink in. Your curriculum will inform so much of what is extra is needed in your program for your clients to get the result that you promised. And if clients are able to get the result that you promised without private one-on-one consulting or you fixing for them, without private one-on-one critiques where you're telling them what they're doing right and doing wrong, if those things are absolutely needed for your client to get the result, I can guarantee it's a gap in your curriculum design. Because when I think about all of my clients, you know, somebody's like, Jay, you need to start doing critiques. I'm like, dude, we've had over 60 clients go through our program. 100% of our client, 95% of our clients have had a full return on investment within like 60 days of being in the program. Maybe not 60, maybe six months at the latest. But like every single client that's worked with us over the course of a year that they're in the program, every person has got at least a full return on investment. Most clients get somewhere between a three and 10x return on investment easily. I've never offered critiques before. And it's like, so why do somebody tell me that I need that? And it's like, wait a minute, why do they need that? And what's different about how I've been structuring my program, which has caused me not to need it? And how is that different from maybe how others have structured their program, which has required them to need it? And I'm just sharing all this because I'm literally about to go to lunch with my husband. He's sitting here waiting for me while I'm doing this, taking notes, you know, reviewing my own curriculum, reviewing my own feedback, studying my best clients, studying the clients who struggled, studying the clients who've gotten results, but maybe it took them a little bit longer and I'm paying attention to the patterns. And this process is what I teach my clients inside of Leverage. How do you actually evaluate the results of your clients to know where you need to be making enhancements or not making enhancements in your curriculum? And I really think a lot of the time where people, if you're in a group coaching program and there's all this extra private one-on-one support or all these extra private one-on-one critiques, I'd ask yourself, if you remove those from your program right now, can your clients still get the result that you promised based off the strength of your curriculum? And if they can't, that's a curriculum issue, which is a, like, that's the, your curriculum is the foundation of your group coaching program. So I'm just, I'm sharing this with you because I'm, I'm literally working through this right now myself and just identifying what can I be doing to enhance the strength of my curriculum and enhance the format and the structure of my group coaching program to ensure that every client is getting the best results and getting the result that I promised that they would get when they joined. And I think too, a lot of the time, sometimes we're so quick to add extra things. My question is, is that addition actually helping or hurting your client from getting the result that was promised? And a lot of the time people start adding extra things into their group coaching program and they don't know what that boundary should be. It's because they don't actually have a clear program promise. If you don't have a clear program promise, it's going to be really difficult for you to be able to make healthy boundaries about what should be included and not included in your group coaching program. If you don't have a clear program promise, it's going to make it almost impossible for you to actually properly evaluate whether or not clients are or are not getting the result that was intended. Every client of mine, I can say yes or no that they achieve the program promise. So if you enroll in leverage, 
It's like, were you able to launch a group coaching program that was three to $10,000 without a webinar funnel, without paid ads? Yes or no? If the answer to that is yes, that means my program promise was accomplished. The other guarantee that we have is that every client will earn a full return on investment while they're in the program. Did every client earn a full return of it, turn on investment within the program? Yes or no? It's very, like, it's very cut and dry. So if you don't have a clear program promise, the first thing is, is it's, you can't properly evaluate the effectiveness or the client results of your clients. You can't measure the client results if you don't have a promise, if you don't have a clear a thing that you're measuring them against. And then from there, you, you're, you're going to have a difficult time honoring boundaries of what extra you should add or what you should take out if you don't have a clear program promise, because your promise dictates everything else. So I'm about to go to lunch and not make him wait. He's so patient. They do look really cute. <laughs> um, but that's what I'm working on right now of like, where could we, where is there gaps in my curriculum and meet, how can I be more inclusive of the different learning styles of the clients that I attract? I think that's maybe one other thing that I'm going to add in here is that there's so many, as your, as your business grows and as your client base expands, you're going to have more learning styles of people who join your program. And it's like, again, how can I be enhancing my curriculum to adapt and adjust to those different learning styles so that every client is able to get success, not just my A-type super you know, courageous on camera and like, I don't know, extroverted clients. Like how do my, how do I adapt my curriculum and my teaching so that the same principles can be applied, but now I'm teaching again, this is where like, this is why I love leverage and I love the program that I have. Cause one is I follow the same framework that I teach my clients. So there's congruency there. All these things that I'm telling you to do right now or sharing with you guys that I'm doing, this is embedded in the curriculum of leverage. And this is a philosophy that I teach my clients. I'm literally going through my own program right now to enhance my own curriculum to help make my clients better and get my clients better results and get the wider range of learning styles um, and personality styles of my existing clients and my wider client base to help them get better results. So... I just wanted to check in with you guys. Um, I've been literally working on this for the past three hours and I'm really excited about it. So uh, if you're somebody, like I said, who's interested in launching a group coaching program, or maybe you already have an existing group coaching program, but you know that you need to refine it and make it more scalable and create more leverage with it. So there's less dependency on you for private one-on-one calls. There's less dependency on you for private one-on-one critiques. There's less dependency on you and there's more strength within your curriculum so that you're group coaching program is actually a scalable asset in your business model, visit jerishahawk.com backslash leverage. And you can take a quick assessment. We have a benchmark assessment that we have all clients prospects take to help us first diagnose where there's gaps within your current coaching program or gaps within your current coaching business model. And those gaps can help us both determine what your next best step should be. So you can book a call with our leverage specialist today. Just visit jerishahawk.com backslash leverage or click the link in my bio if you're a little lazy and don't want to type it out. So I will talk to y'all soon. Uh, yeah, just wanted to share with you guys what I'm working on right now and some new updates that we're going to be having to our leverage curriculum that I'm super, super excited about. And uh, I'll talk to y'all later. Bye, y'all.